the hard shoulder. All new Stoke. With the all new Nissan Juke. The coupe crossover by Nissan. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Sinead Ryan, the evenings are bet. The All-Ireland finalists are lined up and hurling and my raspberries are coming out actually well. So which means the summer mean? is almost over. It is, and I'm bringing the tragic news, that with that comes back to school, back to college. Back starting to college, college. Back to college costs or starting college costs. Are yeah. these uh, increased costs compared to school? Uh, well, I suppose there are parents who say no, teenagers are probably the most kind of expensive kids because they can't work for a living. Uh, look, I, I think at this stage people are so delighted to be it, at the thought that they might actually be on a campus going to, to university. That actually, you know, uh, now is the time to start thinking about that rather than another year stuck at home trying to work out your broadband package to see if you can Zoom your lectures, okay. you know. Well, let's talk about what, what, what drives the cost up and what you're going to be spending money sure. on because before we talk about ways to reduce it and different grants you can apply for. I mean... Books and materials, yeah, first listen, and foremost. Yeah, it's always a big one. How expensive are our college course books? Do you I mean, have to buy them though? The, you don't, but like people do like to do them. It depends how long you're going to be using them. If they're only going to be used for the first semester or the first year, most people don't bother. Um, but a lot of them are needed for the whole course and they're monumentally, I mean, I know my son's first year book, I don't know, there's like there was one that was 107 quid for a book. Like it's just ridiculous. So uh, straight onto Dundeal, straight onto your college website, find out uh, kids who've just left the course, right? Um, students who, who no longer need their books aren't keeping them. That's definitely a good place to start. I got a ton of books that way um, just by finding somebody. Actually, I just put an ad up in my local um, spa uh, looking for somebody who had just left the same co- college in the same course and uh, there, hey, oh, wow. there's a whole box of books left out. And furthermore, all the the mum wanted in exchange for it was a couple of bottles of wine. Wow. Done. It was fantastic. A few bottles of wine. Yeah. And you buy cheap bottles, notoriously cheap bottles I of wine as well. So that didn't barely cost you anything. It was fantastic. When I was in college, we used to take out the books in the library and photocopy yeah, them. Well, yeah, well, I don't think yes. we were meant to advocate that I'm on probably not live supposed radio. to advocate that here. However, but we saved a lot of money. It's all moved online now, Kieran, and a lot lot of colleges are making their PDF resources available. So, for instance, you can just download chunks of what you need. Ah, um, right. I mean, who needs to read more than they absolutely have to to pass the next I suspect exam. The, the, the type of parents who, who spend most on books are probably the parents of first year students. Yeah. It's like that thing going off for the first time. It, they want them to have the best it, of the everything. The first child in the first yeah. year because it's like, oh, we oh, you September's book time and uniforms and all that. Uh, you, you kind of get wise to that after a while. But um, yeah, no, there's lots of options there, but definitely buying brand new everything is out of out, no, out of right. question don't even think Dundee, about that Dundee the local supermarket notice board wherever yeah, the, and the community the college websites board. Are, no, are really good now they'll have forums and, and like students should be getting on those now even if they don't know their offer even if they don't know what college they're going to they should be starting to get on those boards now talk to like-minded students talk to last year's or, or the last couple of years crop and see what's available there uh, What about uh, the cost of accommodation yeah, this is look, another huge one of course Huge one huge one and look any student now who thinks look they're, going to, they're not going to be living at home, they're moving to a different county, uh, is going to have this foremost on their mind. And there are no grants available for it, um, which is an awful shame. So people will be looking towards digs. Now, the good news in this area is that Airbnb is pretty much banned now. 
right? So a lot of Airbnb can only be used in holiday homes and, and you know, places like that rather than university towns and cities. So as a result, there'd be homeowners there who are availing of the rent-to-room relief, which you can qualify for by taking in a student for an academic year. Okay, so for nine This months. was digs back in the day. It is digs. It still is digs, you know. But but the point is that now it's so tax friendly to do it for the homeowner that there will be lots of people who are happy to do it. So it kind of you fell, know, digs kind of fell out of favour, I, I I suspect for for a time, did they? they well, did when I started in college, a lot of people in first year went to digs. They did, and I think the reason they fell out of favour was do you remember the explosion in bedsits? Oh, studios, I think yes. you call them, right? And then they went by the wayside because the government didn't like the studios without actually providing an alternative. Um, so there were alternatives available, but now um, digs are back. Now, the other option, by the way, and this is really interesting because I interviewed this uh, a couple of people who do this on my on my own show, the home show. And this is a home share with an elderly person. Now, there's quite a lot of websites in Ireland that you could do this with. One is called thehomeshare.ie. The other one is elderhomeshare.ie. And there's a couple of others. So this is where you've got an, an older person living at home alone. Their family want to make sure somebody's there overnight, can look after them. Now, this is not a carer's job, okay? So you're not going to be required to do anything medical or care yeah. for them or look after them in any way. It's companionship and an overnight presence. And for that, you get your bed and board. Wow. Okay, that's a great it's idea. It's a really, really good idea. And I know people who are doing this really successfully. The families are delighted, the older person is happy and the student gets somewhere rent free. You have to be there every night though, I assume. You like, do. I mean, there if you get lucky, what do you do? There are rules around it. Um, and, you be know, quiet, these organisations The elderly person say, could be half deaf. You can get no- away with it. You can negotiate once you're there. But look, there is a requirement you're supposed to be there to, to make sure they don't fall out of bed or something. Or maybe you <laughs> that you don't. Yeah, exactly. Because their care could be going the other way. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I suppose once people are as well living away from home for the first time, there's other ways they can save money. I mean, learning how to cook something in a single pot. Absolutely, the single best thing. Honest to goodness. I, I mean, look, if you if you haven't got your kids at the age of eighteen ready to cook, like now, this is the summer to do it over the next couple of weeks. Basic stuff. There's some really good. Listen, there's apps out there. There's all kinds of things you can do. But I would recommend two books because I think having a physical book in front of you when you're doing this gives you ideas. Uh, and one is Delia Smith's. How to Cook. I know it's 100 years old, but it is the best. Um, Nevin McGuire has a new one out called uh, Learn to Cook with Nevin. Really, really nice book. Simple, straightforward. Everything from boiling an egg up to a chicken casserole. Um, and do do that. It really will help you. All right. OK, so listen, there are some of the, the, the outgoings. What about trying to apply for some money from the government to... Yeah, now the Susie Grant, like it's still open. Okay, now I know a lot of people think, oh, that's only April or May or whatever. But that there's an early bird date which finished around the beginning of July. But if you think you'll qualify for a Susie Grant, either for the student contribution, which is three thousand euros, or the maintenance grant, which is based on how far away you live from college, uh, it's a weekly allowance. Um, it's worth applying. Um, uh, you know, unlike a lot of the other government supports, you don't have to be on your uppers you know, to qualify for it. Uh, If there are other children in the family who are also going to college or more than three or four children in the family, uh, the amount that the household income is is quite generous uh, to get it. The worst that'll happen is you'll be told you're not eligible. All right. So I would say go for it. Susie.ie They've already reckoner actually on the website. If you click into it it'll tell you to put in broadly speaking what's the household income how many kids are there how many are being supported currently and it'll tell you whether or not to put in the application. Alright okay there's no harm in trying as no you said worst, worst thing that the, yeah. <laughs> is yeah. they say yeah. is that no you're not Half eligible. Half of all students are under the, some form of Susie grant.
All right. You know, okay, so, so get onto it there. Yeah. Uh, Susie.ie. What about student loans? Um, now, the banks had kind of pulled back from allowing student loans for a while, but they seem to be kind of making a reappearance. Um, Bank of Ireland has a €5,000 student loan at 5% over five years. Now, that's quite good value. 5% is good, you know, and there's a stay on the first three months repayment. So you can get yourself over the kind of September, October, November hump. And that would cost around 94.20 per month over the five years. OK, um, AIB uh, offers, these are directly to students now, AIB has a 3000 per year loan. That's to cover the student contribution itself. Uh, interestingly enough, the repayments on that are interest only. OK, so you don't have to make, you don't have to pay back the capital until after your course ends and then they'll spread it over five years. So I, I quite like that offer. I think it's quite nice. Um, and then with a guarantor, usually bank mum or dad, you can borrow uh, more, of course, because it's, it's a, you know, they've another uh, way to get their money. Uh, and remember, credit unions, the maximum they can charge for any loan is 12% a year. And you'll usually find for education loans, it's about half that. What about working while you're... I remember my first job, this great thing about emergency tax. I was on emergency tax for ages and then I got a happens? huge... Huge wedge of money into the account. I love emergency tax. I'll tell you why. What is it again? Because there is no better way um, for uh, people, kids to learn about money than being emergency taxed because they get outraged at all of the things the rest of us have to pay for routinely out of our our wages. Um, So an emergency tax is effectively revenue's assumption that you could be uh, earning enough to pay at the top tax rate which is 40% and they tax you accordingly. Now of course for lots and lots of students they won't be earning anything like that. They actually mightn't be earning enough to pay any tax at all but it's the way of getting you registered, getting you into the system, getting your PPS so that you can be, be you know f- find that out. It, the, the registration process is quite straightforward and anyone who's been working, you see I'm, I'm thinking now there's probably a whole bunch of students out there who probably haven't worked because of COVID, you know, and this might be the first time now that they can finally go back and look for a part time job. So your PPS number, if you don't have one, get onto the Department of Social Protection. They've changed the name of their website, confusingly. To, it's now called Welfare and Work um, and get a PPS number if you don't have one. Register for my account on revenue.ie and you'll be given a payroll notification number that goes to your employer and it tells the employer how much, if any, tax to deduct. So once that's in place, mm. if you are charged too much, you'll, you'll get it back. Revenue only want what they're due. Um, but now you have a process to claim it back. Oh, yeah. it, well, it is a great way to save a few bob ah, It is, but like you do need it as well. Like you don't want to, if you're only on a minimum wage job, you don't want to have it swiped in yeah. tax that you don't need. But it is handy because I mean, if you can afford to do without, it means that you, that, that is sitting there in revenue waiting yeah, for you and to like come said, and get you get it. a nice wedge of money into the yeah. account. And remember, if you have been on the pop payment for any students out there uh, and now you're going back to work, well, obviously you have to come off the pop, but your annual income will be all added together. Revenue doesn't care what the source of your money is. We've spoken yeah. about this before in the show, uh, Kieran, because, you know, people think, oh, that's free money because it's social welfare. It's nothing of the sort. Yeah, some great advice, like on books and materials, look at the college websites, local notice boards, yeah. campus notice boards, done deal when it comes to books and materials. In terms of accommodation, I like that idea of the elder elderhomeshare.ie yeah, and the homeshare.ie as well. Welfare.ie for people who are working as well and they're yeah. getting emergency taxed. And Susie.ie, lots of websites, but lots of great advice there for people as well. You may as well apply for the Susie Grant.
the worst do. they can say is no. And don't forget Freshers Week is your time to find out about dis- discounts, shops, pubs, clubs, restaurants, student outlets all offering uh, discounts for that. We have two kids, says this listener in third level, in different cities both away from home and away from each other, which means we're paying accommodation fees for both Ouch. as well as college fees for both and it amounts to about nine grand in outgoings Ooh. every year. Multiply that by four years. Okay. We're not, a, we can't get any grants. Is there okay. any way that we can get help with accommodation costs? Not directly, but what I can offer you is tax relief. Um, so the um, tuition fees relief is available on any amount over 3,000 euros. Now this is a family limit. Yeah. Over 3,000 euros up to 7,000 euros in any one year uh, at 20%. So bang that into revenue, uh, whatever you're paying for the fees themselves. The accommodation unfortunately is not tax allowable. So so that's a great pity. It should be really. Alright, but they've, with two away in different colleges they have fairly sizable college fees so they yeah, might get some relief exactly. uh, there. Yeah, so sure. bang that into revenue. Yeah. Uh, someone here with uh, just a bit of advice. There's a young lad from Kilkenny teaching students online how to cook well but cheaply. Check him out. Sean here is his name. The Crack Kitchen on Instagram. That's Irish Crack. C-R-A-I-C Kitchen uh, on Instagram. Sinead, listen, pleasure as always and we'll talk to you again soon. Sinead Ryan, uh, their presenter of The Home Show for another edition there of The Consumer Corner. Stay with us on The Hard Shoulder. All your business news coming up next.